welcome to Reframe and Rewire Greatness Through Daily Routine. This podcast is designed to alter your mindsets and transform your day-to-day from the second you open your eyes to you close them at night, adapting what I would call a success routine. This series is liable to change your life. And it's never the big things that you do, but the littlest things you do every day that make the biggest difference. And now, on to the podcast. Thank you for joining. Welcome back to the podcast, the second day of this brand new series, Controlling Inner Voices. And I mentioned yesterday in the very first of these, and if you missed that, I would encourage you to go back. A number of reasons why this is an issue for so many people. And I gave several examples of what those inner voices might be. And what I want to do is get to the root of this, the cause, how this happens and how to overcome it. So we're going to have a lot of tips and ideas. We're going to have some, some definitely some science of how neural pathways are created and neural networks and, and ways in which we can overcome those neural networks or create uh, new dominant networks that are not going to be as, as controlling as the ones that seem to be negative, uh, that, that, that can cripple us, paralyze us at many levels, especially those struggling with PTSD. And, and uh, I am kind of dedicating it to those of you out there that have co- contacted me about the issues of PTSD. And I'm very sensitive to the fact that uh, inner voices can be uh, just absolutely all-consuming and seem, seem to be uncontrollable. But I hope to put within you a hope and some some serious boundaries, guidelines, tips, concepts, and new ways in which you can tackle these voices and win. And that's my goal with this podcast series. So we're getting through this. Yesterday I left off with uh, ending it on the note that, you know, you have neural pathways and whether they're... Uh, cemented in or actually wired in, I should say, um, in, in a very uh, powerful way when we're between zero and seven, when we're in theta, brainwave state, which is a programming state, or whether it happens later on in our adult life because of some serious trauma. And, and that's also common with those in, in uh, uh, wartime or military because of the things they're exposed to are just absolutely devastating and when there's a lot of emotion involved, whether you're young or old, uh, doesn't make any difference that that emotion in, in itself can create uh, such deep, penetrating neural networks that can uh, really consume your thought process on a consistent basis. But nothing is impossible when it comes to rewiring the brain. Now, I'm not saying, I'm not making any promises here, I'm not saying that um, you know, I'm not I'm even standing in place of your doctor. But what I am trying to tell you is if you're willing to apply yourself and really work on it, it may take you, uh, depending on your condition and in the level of inner voices you're dealing with, weeks, months, years, possibly even a decade to do this. But it is doable, all right, depending on your situation. Now, that's not to put either doubt in your mind, skepticism, or uh, uh, incredible hope. Um, but it is to assure you that just as you wired it in, you can wire it out. That's the point of my even saying that. So uh, let me explain what happens to us and how we get this wiring, if you will. When we are born, we have 100 billion neurons in our brain. And we have, even really before we were born, they were created in the womb. 
Those 100 billion neurons are designed to create neural networks and neural pathways. It is what enables us to have skills and possess education and knowledge and understanding, but it also uh, helps us to wire in the right responses to life, challenges, difficulties, and living in a society and being a, a civilized human being. I mean, this is how we grow these neural networks. So from this, even like I say, even in the womb, all the way through adulthood, you're growing neural networks. And when you start to think a new thought, whether it's based on, again, education, skill set, trauma, whatever, your brain does not differentiate between whether it's a positive or a negative influence. That's your job to do that. And as a child, that's very difficult to do because as a child, you don't have as much of a conscious mind to say, oh, that's bad. I shouldn't think about that. You just believe whatever anybody tells you. That's why you can tell a child there's a, a tooth fairy or a Santa Claus and they'll just believe you. Um, they're very impressionable. Uh, they're designed that way so that they can grow very quickly and um, create all those neural networks for survival, okay? Uh, for living, for excelling, for for um, you know learning purposes. So anyways, um, when there is emotion involved, and I mentioned a few mi minutes ago, the electricity is heightened in the body and it is um, it can be incredibly powerful in how things are wired. So it can be a little bit of a game changer in how it becomes more present with you as opposed to say, for example, um, you, you got home and you hung your coat up. I mean, there's no emotion involved in that. So that's not something that's really going to stick with you long term. You might remember it for a day or two. And if you decide to think about it a lot, you might remember it longer. <laughs> but most people don't even remember it. It's just something that you just do. You hang your coat up and you go on with your life, right? Um, but when there's emotions involved, it's, it's a bit of a different thing. So as you start to think a thought, you grow a dendrite. Okay, it's pinkish brown in color, made out of protein. looks like a little tree. And as you keep thinking it and keep thinking it and keep thinking it, whether you're studying for an exam or rehearsing a problem over and over and over in your head, that little dendrite grows and grows and grows and begins to connect to other neurons, creating several neural pathways, which then is a neural network. You have a network for driving. You have a network for your morning routine, your evening routine, your family life. You have a network for the skill sets that you have. You also have networks for tragedies that have happened and how you process them or um, things that were thrust upon you that maybe you didn't even have an opportunity to process. Um, and all of that is stems into these networks. So all of us have about 60,000 thoughts a day. And the question is, are they more positive thoughts or, or good thoughts? Now, this is those inner voices now that we're, we're dealing with here. So if you have wired in more negative, uh, ugly, hurtful things in your brain, then you're, you're more typically going to have negative thoughts that stem from all those neural networks. Whereas if we can begin to change that, reverse that process, you know, and begin thinking a lot about good things, which requires some effort, some tools, some habits, and some specific guidelines that I'm going to be giving you, then we can begin to see a change. Now, I've got a lot more detail to share on this, but I'm way out over my time. So I'm going to quit at this point. We'll come back tomorrow. Please join me so you can hear the rest of this and understand it. Michelle Steffes, Reframe and Rewire. Have an amazing day.